0: Well, I'm so grateful for today. I feel honestly like we could just keep singing and move on with the day, but we are going to pause just for a short time of teaching, Uh, and I am mindful. Students and children, we are so glad that you are here. Adults, can we thank them for being in this space with us? And uh, the most humbling aspect of this week for me was the look on your face, Russell, when we told you you were going to listen to my sermon this week. I've never been more terrified. So, it's not uncommon for me on a Sunday morning to receive a kind text from you, the congregation. Something letting me know you're praying for the morning or praying for the message. But this morning I got a very special text from a close friend who I think figured it all out. Figured out why 10 a.m. when he texted me. Thank you for moving the service to 10 o'clock today so that we can watch the annual 4th of July hot dog eating contest live at 9 a.m. And Joey Chestnut has been dethroned, I've heard. I know, we'll get to that later. If you have a good memory or you're taking notes, I want you to remember the name Master Sergeant Joseph Martell. You might know this story. Master Sergeant Joseph Martel, someone who's a career military person, and on this 4th of July, I'm particularly grateful for those who have served, and I'm so grateful for our freedom. But you also need to know something very weird about me. I can get in tunnel vision with three kinds of YouTube videos, watching one after another. One of them would be first dances at weddings. I love love, what can I say? (laughs) Second, anything Whitney Houston has ever sang at any time, rest in peace. And third, when soldiers come home and are reunited with their families. I love those videos. I love them, and if you have seen this video, it's from 2013, Master Sergeant Joseph Martell surprises his 17-year-old son, Justin Martell, by coming home a month early, showing up at the football field where his 17-year-old son was playing, getting in full uniform in the opponent's uh, uniform, and then somewhere in the third uh, quarter, being called out by the referees to talk about sportsmanship and his as a captain. His son was the, a captain. And then his dad comes out to the middle of the field for this chat with the referees. And to watch this 17-year-old stud of a man melt when he recognized his dad. And just melted in his arms. I actually don't know how he played the game afterwards. Why I like those videos is obviously of the emotion of it, but don't we love the story of homecoming? Don't we love how something that has been so distant and difficult, something that's been really hard and separate, those moments of it all kind of, all the pain, all the distance, All the difficulty melts away in these moments of being reunited and reconnected. Lake Avenue Church, if I could share my heart, over the next nine weeks, the reason we are gathering together every week is because we need our hearts to connect to the Lord and our hearts to connect with one another. We have been in difficult days. We have been in separate days, and not just physically from the property of 393 North Lake Avenue. You and I are living in such difficult and divided days, and a divided world. And while we have been physically separate from one another, that separation has so many layers and so many planes, and there's really important things to talk about, right, as we become reunited and reconnect, but my prayer is is, is that story of the Son and the Father, that as we come into this space over the next nine weeks, being reminded of who God has called us to be at 393 North Lake Avenue, that the reunion, the homecoming, would be so sweet that we want and primarily would melt in the arms of Jesus and that we would melt in the presence of one another, being so thankful that God has brought us back together. And while I would never choose to do some of the things we've had to do, well, if I could write the script for how humanity will, will live in harmony with one another, as difficult as those days have been, I believe, and I know you do too, that the homecoming can be even sweeter because of where we've been. Chuck did a great job by starting us out because in this brief message, we're talking about why we exist, the mission of Lake Avenue Church. Interestingly enough, the scripture in Matthew 28 is kind of the church universals mission statement. The authority given by Jesus to make disciples of all people, teaching them to way, baptizing them. And surely God's presence is always with us in 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 the making of disciples, in the living out of Jesus's mission. And so there's really nothing overly unique about our mission compared to other churches that put Jesus at the center of everything. In coming weeks, as we look at our guiding document, and I know that doesn't sound very fun, but it's a great document. As we look at our vision and our essential connections and our core values, my prayer is that it makes the homecoming sweet as we are reminded together of who God has uniquely called us to be at 393 North Lake Avenue. The reality is you and I have lived in a world where there's all kinds of things we follow. And over the last couple of years, year and a half, we have been following things very closely. If you're a parent, you know that we've been following what, what our schools have been telling us we can do, or what the schedule is, or what the change is, or what, how we need to adjust now. It felt like there was a season where we, I woke up following what's going on at one kid's school, the other kid's school, what's going on over here? And we're just waking up. What do we need to know? What do we need to know? Some of you waiting on pins and needles for the Friday updates. What's going on this week at Lake Avenue Church? Is there any change? Waiting for guidance from politicians, from government agencies, trying to figure out like, what does life look like today? Today. And we follow, follow, follow all kinds of things. But in our mission statement, the first two words are that we follow Jesus. And we are a church that that, and that's our big summary for today. We are a church that follows Jesus. Now, I follow all kinds of things outside of pandemic things. If you, I, I went on my Instagram that I rarely go on. For great purpose, I rarely go on. But I, I counted this morning... What were the first four kind of organizations that I follow that showed up on my feed, not the people I follow? If you know these and you follow them too, you can applaud the Dodgers, Little Flower Cafe, oh, you are missing out, Lake Avenue Church, best bake, well, if there are other bakery owners, I love your bakeries as well but Little Flower Cafe is the only one that has the French ham and butter sandwich that will blow your mind and put you in the hospital. <laughs> Tell me I'm not an old man, students help me. Does any, If I say the three names, Nora, Yara, and Rosa, do you know what that is? This is a sad church sometimes. <sighs> Nora, Yara, and Rosa are three teenage girls in Great Britain who are some of the best dancers in the world. They they dance to all the music that I listened to when I was in middle school. So they have brilliant parents who have found out how to get people to follow them. Yosemite National Park. Okay. So you don't like food or music. You like nature and baseball. I've learned that about our church today. We follow all kinds of things. Literally the language of social media is receiving followers and becoming a follower. In the culture and the world you and I live in, we're more eager to get the update of the organizations we follow than we're eager to get the instruction from the God that we follow. That's just true. And here at Lake Avenue Church, what we exist to be is a church that follows Jesus first and foremost. And to follow Jesus requires us to be near Jesus. To follow Jesus requires us to worship Jesus. For us to follow Jesus requires us to be with other Jesus followers. It's the way he's designed it. And as we come back to be Lake Avenue Church... While well, there's so many great things we can talk about, and I do want to convince you to get the ham and butter sandwich at Little Flower Cafe, I ought to also be starting my conversation about what, what I'm learning by following Jesus. And this is not something that we're used to talking about with one another without practice or We talk about Jesus with people we've always talked to Jesus about, but here at Lake Avenue Church, we are about following Jesus. Jesus is the one who we worship. Jesus is the one that we follow. Jesus is the one that we should be waking up and getting our update from and allowing him and his presence and his word and the power of the Holy Spirit to lead us in life. And the great, beautiful thing about following Jesus is that we get a lifetime to do it. The great thing about following Jesus is there's going to be seasons where following Jesus feels very difficult and distant. And yet we still follow Jesus. And there's going to be seasons where we follow Jesus, and it's thrilling and exciting, and we follow Jesus. And there are going to be times where we follow Jesus, and we have no idea what Jesus is doing. We have no idea what he is doing in this world, and we still follow. And he shows himself faithful. And he shows himself faithful because of what our mission statement continues to say. Amen. You see why I wore a white shirt today. You're not going to see the sweat. It's going to be good. Following Jesus, we participate in God's reconciling work. We participate in God's reconciling work. Let me explain this. God is doing what God is doing in this world. The words that we use to describe as the sovereign. God is the main story of the world he has created. God is the one who sustains life. God is the one who gives us each day to live. It is God doing what God is doing in this world. And when we follow Jesus, here's the privilege. Here's the invitation. We get to participate with what God is already doing. Now, let me be honest. This took me a while to understand. Early on in my faith as a student, I'm saved I'm all in, I'm going to follow Jesus, and I've got to work really hard so that my life, the efforts I live out in my life will prove to God, and he'll use me if I, if I, no. At Lake Avenue Church, we follow Jesus, and we're invited to participate in the work that God is doing to reconcile all people and all things to himself. What does that mean? That means that God is reconciling human beings to himself through what we have declared in song and in prayer and and in our mission statement that because of Jesus, his life, his death, his resurrection, the communion moment we shared, that the distance between humanity and God has been forgiven, has been figured out, has been paid for, we have been redeemed, and because of that we have the opportunity to be in right standing relationship with God. And God in his sovereignty is reconciling all things, including people to himself. And he invites his followers to declare that message of reconciliation. To declare that message that Jesus died for all people. And through Jesus, his death and his resurrection, all people can be saved and have purpose in this life. And extend into, and live eternally, beginning now into eternity. And then he's also given us this great privilege, and you are a part of a pretty amazing church that looks at all the kinds of brokenness in this world and believes that God is doing a reconciling work there too. Our benevolence offering this last year, you have given above and beyond time and time and time again. And we were acknowledged this last year by Los Angeles County as being the number one organization that has helped people not become homeless. You see that? Homelessness, a problem. Not right. That's not the way people should live. But because God is doing reconciling work, we move to places of brokenness. And we say, God, how do you want to use us? And I can do this all day Long with the ministries and the missionaries and we just spent a month looking at those things where we see what's broken in this world and we believe because we've been reconciled with God and God's redeeming all things to himself. He invites us into these places to be a part of what he is doing in this world and we do that by, in our mission statement, making disciples of all peoples and all generations. You are a part of a special church. If you're visiting, I pray that you jump all in at this church. There are so many churches that are wonderful. So many churches that have even tighter mission statements because frankly, it's probably easier to not declare that you're just going after everyone and all ages. We're a church that sees even in the world that we live in that humanity is divided from one another by age. Uh, by 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 class by economic status by ethnicity and we believe because God has reconciled all things and all people to himself we're invited to to get a taste of what eternity will be like so here at Lake Avenue Church what we are about is we follow Jesus number 1 We recognize that because when we follow Jesus, we are invited into the work that he is doing to bring all people, all generations to himself and to be a people that then spreads out the message of that same reconciliation to those that we live with. And because we care about all peoples and all generations, Russ, that's why you have to be in church sometimes with us. We follow Jesus at Lake. It's what it's all about, and my question to you as you head into this last bit of summer, as you head into this day, who are you following? I want to convince you very briefly that what we have in the Great Commission is great evidence, great motivation to follow Jesus by just looking at the word all. So many of you who have been around church know this great commission so well. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always. ways. Thank you. To the very end of the age. Three very brief truths. If you don't know who Jesus is. If you're wondering what is this church that follows Jesus. I believe there are some of you in this room who through the pandemic God has brought you to us through the power of technology. I believe in this room, there are people who have never been to this church building before. I believe on this screen, there are some of you watching who don't follow Jesus yet and it's all about Jesus here and he tells us right now some convincing and beautiful parts about who he is and why you should put your life and faith in Jesus. And number one, all authority has been given to Jesus. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. This is the moment. We don't just celebrate that Jesus died on a cross and rose from the dead. He didn't just float back into heaven after that moment. He actually came back to the earth a couple of times. Spent extra time with his disciples. Taught them some final things. And when he says these words to them at the very end of the gospel of Matthew. He is declaring to them all authority. The one who was killed but was raised from the dead. The one who was gone but now is alive. The one who is now in front, physically in front of his disciples saying, who else has any kind of authority to do what I'm doing right now with you? All authority in this world and in this life and all the cosmos is centered in Jesus His resurrection, the cross, the plan of salvation. He paid the debt that we owe. He is worthy of following. He is the only one who has this kind of authority. And following Jesus at Lake Avenue Church, we are recognizing the authority of Jesus in this world and in our lives. And if you follow Jesus for any amount of time, I pray the power of Jesus, the authority of Jesus has been real in your life. That you can point to a moment in your life where you saw where it looked hopeless, where it looked terrible. It looked like nothing was going to work out. But because all authority belongs to Jesus, you have experienced not only his resurrection in your life, but resurrection in your circumstance. Jesus is the one with all authority. Jesus also, in verse 19, says that his mission is for all nations, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. God's heart isn't for one particular person. I am happy to celebrate our nation today, but we have a God who is for all peoples, all nations, all generations. He is bringing all of the earth back to himself. Following Jesus is not an exclusive club for some. Following Jesus is available to all. And Jesus is interested in people being converted from one way of living and confessing the lordship of Jesus into their life. If you're part of Lake Avenue Church or you're here at Lake Avenue Church and you call on Jesus as your Lord and you haven't been baptized, I pray that this summer you will get baptized at Lake Avenue Church to declare to the world that Jesus is yours, that you confess with your mouth and have a symbolic moment to say, I'm all about Jesus. I follow Jesus. This is why Jesus is worthy to be followed. Conversion and confession, salvation and sanctification. This we'll learn about more next week. But we serve a God who's bringing all of the earth, all of the cosmos to himself. And what I celebrate, and the the part that makes me so fired up, and I pray that you're experiencing in your life, even in the most difficult of circumstances, is that we have in Jesus someone who is always, always with us. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. This promise of Jesus is a promise for here and now, following Jesus despite the common narratives of what it means to be a Christian or a religious person. We don't just buy our time on earth and then when we die, we get to be with Jesus. Now the promise of Jesus is that he's with us here and now and for eternity, which means the promise and presence of Jesus. Students, I want you to think, what's difficult in your life right now? What circumstance? What loneliness? What questions are happening about the way you're understanding life in this world that feels so alone? And there's a promise from Jesus that he's with you always. That while we're in the process of being sanctified, while we're in the process of living out our confession, while we're in the process of all of this, that we have the presence of Jesus available to us for anything that we face. You know, during during COVID-19, there's a family I'm in conversation with who never went to church, but somehow on a Sunday morning, found their way to the stream. Now saying, not only is Lake Avenue Church a place I will never miss a Sunday morning, but I'm starting to think I belong. Now, they're not here yet. I want you to start coming when you're comfortable, because God is with us Always. Jesus is with us always in the most difficult of circumstances. I know their story. I know that it wasn't just boredom that had them reaching out to find some level of inspiration or hope in general during this pandemic. But Jesus is always bringing people to Himself, and we at Lake Avenue Church get to participate with what Jesus is doing. I had three conversations in the past week in this city. Just living my life of people I hadn't seen in a long time. People from the gym, people from schools, people from whatever I do in my life. All three of them, not following Jesus, but all three of them wanting to schedule a time to talk about Jesus. Because God is doing something in this world and his presence is always here. We have stories as even recent as two weeks ago of a couple connected to our church who had served one another divorce papers during this pandemic, but because Jesus is always present and Jesus is always reconciling, they now have gotten rid of those divorce papers, are living together and restoring their marriage. I have stories. At least a couple of you who said during this pandemic, you have been reunited with family members and and seen forgiveness among conflict in your own families, that what was broken in your family has been healed because of Zoom, that dreaded word. Because Jesus is always with us and even in the circumstances we wouldn't choose, even in the vehicles we're tired of, he is working, he is doing something and we get the opportunity to watch and to participate with what God is doing. I know stories of some of you. Because years ago, being so deeply grieved about something going on in your life or in your family, now with the perspective of three years later, five years later, seeing how God has redeemed those stories, those circumstances, to where if you could go back and change them, you never would. Why? Because Jesus is always here, always working. I'll close the sermon with one of the uh, most random things I've received during the pandemic that is also one of the most beautiful And I'm saying this because Dan, whoever you are, I need your last name. But I got a package in the mail about three weeks ago and it had this letter and it also had a CD. The CD I received is not important for you to know but I should let you know that Brad, CV, and our choir is releasing a CD this week. So living love, Brad, good job. That was the plug I offered you, Brad. I've been at this church since 1999. My first two years were working in middle school ministry, making nothing and having a cubicle. And I get this letter with no return address and it just says this. Jeff, some years ago when I was in the junior high group at Lake Avenue, I got sticky fingers. And one night in the church office with my small group leader, I nabbed a CD off of your desk. At least I believe it was your CD. And over the years, when I see that CD, it has convicted me to reflect on my actions that night. Well, the original CD seems to have gone missing, but I found a brand new uh, brand new CD, and I've included it here. I ask for your forgiveness, and while I don't expect it, I thought I might as well ask. Of course you have my forgiveness. But the point of this letter is the reality that Jesus is always working. And what might feel very small to some of us, being a middle school kid and doing something you shouldn't have done, that God is in the business of setting his people free from sin and from shame. And at Lake Avenue Church, We together follow Jesus, and we participate in the work that he is doing, the reconciling work that he is doing by making disciples of all peoples and all generations. And when you follow Jesus, there is no circumstance, there is no person, there is no moment, there is no pandemic, there is no political division, there is no separation of opinion, there's nothing. Nothing. That is outside of what God is doing to bring his name to this world. I really pray that over the next nine weeks, you and I get geared up and fired up. Because I believe God is doing amazing things in this world. And I actually believe he has uniquely called us at Lake Avenue Church to be a part of the reconciling work in a world that is so fractured and fragmented. And that we're gonna see people come to Christ and we're gonna see people write letters of of forgiveness from years ago. We're gonna watch what feels broken to us in this moment start to be reconciled under the Lordship of Jesus and it's gonna be a ride lake. And I pray that we're on it together. As we close in a song, join me in prayer. Father, thank you for this church, your church. It is yours. And we simply come before you today And save all the places, all the people, all the organizations, all the celebrities that we might be enamored with and follow. God, I pray for each one of us and for us collectively that we would follow you. And that we would wake up and and be informed by what you're saying and what you're doing in this world And God, I pray that we would follow you with passion, that we would follow you with joy, that we would follow you with hope. And that when you work, when you bring together places of pain and past that are so dark and difficult that we would give you glory. When we watch you move in people's lives and and new people come to faith in you, that we wouldn't be thinking we had much to do with that, except we watched what you were doing and we participated with what you were doing. Give us faith, give us hope, give us favor. In the name of Jesus at Lake Avenue Church. Amen.
1: Churches, stand up together and sing a song that declares God's glory. a yeah. yeah.
0: Before I send you out, and I do pray that many of you are going to be able to linger and be with us. Uh, we're just trying to be together, a little little lunch. If you pre-ordered one or you don't have one, uh, just hang out. We'll, we'll figure it out. I want to bring you a couple of really important family updates, because we are a family. One, you've done well, Lake Avenue Church. Thank you. Oh, you don't even know what you did! But you know what you did. Roger and Lily Bosch are going to Hawaii at the end of August. You are getting them there with your airfare miles, your timeshare points, your car rental. I, it, I am, I'm so grateful. Thank you. Um, and the shirt fit them, I heard, so that's good. If you are able to stay, you are going to see the lovely Nathan and Lorna Chan, who are deep friends and deep part of our church family, and they have donated these incredibly good tasting, healthy bars. And it's their gift to us because we need to eat better in this world. And so if you see them, know that they are generously offering that. And I had one this week, and I was very happy. It's, it's no ham and butter sandwich, but I shouldn't be having that anyway. Is there ice cream? There's ice cream out here? Who's paying for that? Okay, okay. Really? Oh, awesome. Thank you, whoever is paying for that. That's awesome. We usually have a benevolence offering at the end. We are taking that, but we just want you to know this. You have been so generous with benevolence that our our numbers there are pretty incredible. Uh, And we think we're going to be able to really meet the needs for the next month or so. So if if in this month you're not there, that rhythm, just know that we're in a good spot there. But it is available at the end for that. And the reality is over the next two months we're going to need to rally as a church. And we'll get you some updates on uh, ending our fiscal year, closing the gap a little bit. We have a lot of uh, help cash-wise in the short term. But in the long term we're probably going to need to figure some things out. Final thing. And then I'll send you off. I know, you're standing a long time. In this church family, while there's so much to celebrate, I would say in the last couple of weeks, there have been an abundance of health issues for many in our congregation. Many of you know. You know the individuals I did not call and get permission to say names. But would you, as you pray for your church, I know we all pray for different things. Would you just know that there's some real serious health things happening for people we love deeply. Mysteries that need to be solved. Uh, by the Holy Spirit, healings that need to be hap- happen. And, and I think there's something about us coming together as the church family and just praying for the health and the healing of those in our congregation. As you head into this wonderful time of ice cream and fellowship and healthy bars, <laughs> go in peace and live by faith. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, the fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit be with you now in life everlasting.